Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Wednesday, June 14th. I'm Steve Baker. Nevada County's Auditor Controller is investigating a possible scam. More on that later after regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley. Today, increasing clouds and a high of 80. Tonight, gradual clearing at a low of 58. And on Thursday, a high of 83 and sunny. And it'll hit 86 on Friday, and it'll be back down to 75 on Sunday. Sacramento, sunny and a high of 87 today. Tonight, mostly clear, low 58, 91 and sunny on Thursday. And for Truckee Tahoe, a high of 71 and mostly sunny today. Tonight, partly cloudy and a low of 41. And Thursday, 73 and sunny. For Placerville, today, mostly sunny, high 82, a stray shower possible, and Angels Camp, generally sunny, and a high of 87. The Nevada County Auditor Controller's Office detected an identity fraud incident last Friday, resulting in a payment of $46,000 due to cyber criminals impersonating a county vendor. No county IT systems or services were accessed, breached, or compromised, says a press release. The cyber criminals successfully requested payment by impersonating a county vendor despite multiple layers of review. The Auditor Controller's Office has taken immediate steps to ensure additional independent verification processes are in place, including directly contacting vendors by phone when any vendor information changes are requested. Says Nevada County Auditor Controller Gina Will, our office takes incidents like this very seriously. We are committed to doing everything we can to catch this type of fraud before it happens, including continuously evaluating and strengthening our processes as these scams become more persistent. Social engineering is a deceptive scam commonly used by cyber criminals who use the information they can easily find online to gain people's trust. Identity fraud and phishing emails have become increasingly frequent and sophisticated nationwide, with nearly 500,000 fraud attempts and over $1.7 billion in total loss reported so far in 2023. The county continues to work closely with its departments to prevent and reduce the risk of identity fraud incidents. The county is also working closely with law enforcement to investigate the incident. It's important that unfortunate incidents like these are made public in the interest of transparency and to raise awareness and deter cyber criminals, says the press release. And they offer some tips. Protect yourself from social engineering scams by using these tips. Double-check for any misspellings from trusted sources' emails or texts. Be suspicious of unsolicited messages and do not click on links or open files in any messages you are suspicious of. Be cautious of what personal information you share online. And if you are suspicious of any messages you receive, contact the sender separately using the vetted contact information you have from previous communications and never use the contact information from a suspicious message. Well, the Nevada County Historical Landmarks Commission has another one. At its June 13th meeting, the Nevada County Board of Supervisors designated Truckee's two Chinatowns as the county's latest historical landmark. The applicant was the Truckee Donner Historical Society. Says a press release for the commission, this long overdue acknowledgement identifies and honors those many Chinese people who contributed to Truckee's viability and sustainability in the late 19th century. Besides laboring to build the Transcontinental Railroad, they were merchants, cooks, teamsters, domestic servants, gardeners, doctors, and launderers. 
Without such businesses to support the Chinese population and Truckee residents, Truckee may not have survived and thrived. The Chinese deserve due honor as the Chinese deserve due honor to be a recognized part of the history of Truckee. A plaque will be mounted on the site of the old Truckee Jail Museum, located within the boundaries of Truckee's historical Chinatowns. Installation and dedication will be May 10, 2024, the 155th anniversary of the building of the Transcontinental Railroad. The plaque will be featured in the Commission's interactive map and in the next edition of its book, Exploring Nevada County, a guide to all the county's historical landmarks. And now going from history to fantasy, the Sacramento Bee is reporting the dinosaur experience of Jurassic World Live Tour will stomp and roar into Sacramento for the first time ever at Golden One Center, June 30th through July 2nd this month and early next month. After three years of delay, Jurassic World Live Tour is coming to Sacramento, as Jeff Goldblum so eloquently put it in the franchise's 1993 film, Life uh, Finds a Way. This summer, you can see life-sized dinosaurs at Sacramento's Golden One Center. The tour was originally slated for 2020, but was delayed due to the pandemic. According to the tour's press release, with unrivaled arena production quality, Jurassic World comes to life against a backdrop of captivating scenery where dinosaurs from the iconic franchise, including fan favorite Velociraptor Blue and a Tyrannosaurus Rex more than 40 feet in length, take center stage. The performance will also include animatronics, stunts, and performers. There will be six shows at Golden One Center, 500 David J. Stern Walk, for three days, 7 p.m. on Friday, June 30th, 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. on Saturday, July 1st, 12 p.m., and 4 p.m. on Sunday, July 2nd. KV Myers Community Events includes Color Me Human and Friends hosting the third annual Juneteenth Potluck Picnic in Nevada City's Pioneer Park. This community gathering is an opportunity to relax with old friends and make new ones. This year's theme is Freedom is a Promise and a Responsibility. Bring a dish to share. All ages are welcome. Pioneer Park Picnic Area, left by the creek, accessed via lower parking lot on Park Avenue. Info, colormehuman.org. You can get more information and links to websites at kvmr.org under Community Events. Look for June 17th listings for Juneteenth. Birthdays today include guitarist Barry Melton of Country Joe and the Fish, turned 76. Now let's go back to your Wednesday morning show and see what Chuck has up his sleeve today. <laughs> 